My friends, with less than 30 days until Election Day, polling averages suggest Democrats could retain control of the Senate and even gain a few seats there and are within sight of keeping the House. Last week, the Cook Political Report, a nonpartisan election forecaster, shifted its forecast in 10 House races, seven of them in favor of Democrats. A day later, analysts at Sabato's Crystal Ball, an election handicapper based at the University of Virginia, shifted six House seats, four favoring Democrats. Democratic optimism grows in battle for the House. That's the headline of Mike Lilly's piece in The Hill Tuesday morning. Lillis goes on to say, with a month remaining before the midterm elections, House Democrats are in a position where few expected them to be, even just a few months ago. Competitive. While the nation's top political handicappers remain confident that Republicans will win control of the lower house in, in the lower chamber in November, the expected margins have shrunk considerably heading into the home stretch. Meanwhile, the forecasters at 538, tallying up the available evidence, put the chances that Democrats hold the Senate at 71%. But my friends, do not become so confident that you stop phone banking, canvassing, contributing, doing whatever else you possibly can. The debacle of the 2016 election polls showing Hillary Clinton with a healthy lead and then the 2020 election polls overstating Biden's lead over Trump reveal a dirty little secret. Election polls overstate Democratic strengths and understate Republican. There are three reasons for this bias. First, Republicans are less likely to respond to election polls. The pandemic understated Republican strength in 2020 because safety-conscious liberals were more likely to be home during lockdowns and answer telephone calls, while conservatives went out and lived their lives. With lockdowns over, this bias may be over too, but Trump Republicans are less likely to participate in election polls in the first place. Nate Cohn, the Times chief political analyst, found that in 2020, white Democrats were 20% likelier to respond to Times-Siena polls than white Republicans. Trump voters tend to be less educated, more anti-establishment, therefore less likely to respond to polls. Although Trump isn't directly on the midterm ballot, he's on many ballots indirectly via his endorsed candidates and election deniers. Second, election polls underestimate the number of non-voters who are much more likely to lean Democrat than are regular voters. That's because non-voters don't like to tell pollsters they're non-voters. They don't want to be thought of and don't want to think of themselves as people who don't vote. Hence, another bias in favor of understating Republican votes and overstating Democratic votes. Number three, people who respond to election pollsters don't want to admit their preferences for Trump or Trump-favorite election deniers believing that pollsters, as educated professionals, will disapprove. According to the Cato Institute's own polling, 62% of Americans say they have political views they're afraid to share. Most of them, presumably, are Trumpsters or Republicans. Now, I don't mean to discourage you. Quite the opposite. With fewer than four weeks to go, many races could go either way. 
My point is pay little attention to the polls. Turnout is the critical variable. We must do everything humanly possible to get out the vote.